0: Okay. At the end of last week's Parsha and Parsha Sachermos, in the midst of its discussion of the Parsha of the Arias, the forbidden relationships, the Torah tells us, uh, not only should you not engage in relations itself with the whole list of individuals who are mentioned in those relationships, but um, even to come close to uh, relations is prohibited. It's also, it also seems to be implied by the Parsha with regards to neither, where the Parsha says, You shouldn't even come close to having uh, relations with her. And the of uh, Nosson derives from here the, 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 uh, the, the notion that one is supposed to ha- make a siyag le that one is supposed to make extra boundaries, extra precautions around uh, the primary misses of the teyrah. Uh, clearly, the concern is that one will engage in relations with one of these uh, uh, individuals. Um, but even more than that, the teyrah went out of its way to prohibit loisikravu Legales galasev. It shouldn't even come close to it. So the of uh, Nosson derives from here not only is relations itself prohibited, but chibuk, uh, Venishuk, or any other kind of uh, touching seems to be prohibited um, as well. And from here we derive the principle that it's important, asay siyog la mentioned the mission in the first Mishnah of office, that it's important to make extra boundaries and extra precautions around the mitzvahs of the Torah. We have a similar gemara in Misechtis, also based on the pasuk in the context of the Horizon in last week's Parsha of Ushmartimis mishmarti, one of the last Sukman in the parasha that you should guard my precautions, or guard my guardings. So the Gemara itself says, uh, "Assume mishmeres le he We are supposed to make extra precautions around the midst of the term. From here, we derive the uh, the, the idea that Chazal or Chazal derived the license to make shnius le Not only the individuals who are mentioned in this week's in last week's parsha, but even other relationships who are going to be more distant also could be included in the parsha of the arayus midravonon. What gave Chazal the license to add on to the list? Of Arayas that the Torah listed. So that's based on this, the Passock, Ushmarti, Mishmarti, Sumishmerus, Mishmarti. So it's important to make extra precautions, extra hagdoras, when it comes to the Indian of Arayas. It's interesting that both of these uh, ideas and principles are not limited to the parish of Givea Arias. The Sumishmerus, Mishmarti is the license that Chazal have to issue Xerus at all. That you shouldn't do this, lest it will lead to that. What gave Chazal the ability to do that? So I uh, so obviously largely based on Los adafish a kid who comes but why are they motivated to make precautions to make boundaries I say because of a sumish merisul mishmati that's found in the context of Giliarius. Or, Losikavul, the Galos teaches us that it's important to make extra boundaries, extra precautions around the missus of the Torah. So, that applies to all areas of Torah. We have it in Shabbos, we have Xerus. Almost every area of Torah has Xerus that protect the mitzvah, the primary mitzvah, Midairaisa. So, it applies in Kol Terakua, but yet it's found, the primary source material is found here with regards to Giliarius. And it seems to me that that teaches us that in this area, Befrat, We have to focus our attention on making siyagim and making har not only in modern times. This is, uh, you know, the Yetzirah for Gilead Arias is a quite old Yetzirah As I'll try to move out to it but they brought it back. So this is not something that's new, certainly in our times it's uh, something that's, uh, that, that unfortunately is not being kept uh, sometimes in certain parts of the community and some parts of the world in the way that it should. And therefore, it behooves us to be extra careful in this, in this area of Osikavulu But when the Ovester Abnosson says that included in this is uh, not only um, relations itself, but even Chibuk Venishuk and other kinds of touching, did that mean that this is uh, like the like Shneos la'raya? Or did that mean, no, this is the essence of the Pasuk, and this is in fact a Iser Doir so that seems to be debated by the Gemara Masech Shab. Shabbos. The Gemara there is discussing how do you know that a man, when his wife is in need, shouldn't sleep together in the same bed with her. So the Gemara derives from the Pesach and Savior Hezkel that there's a relationship between a woman, Betumas Nidasa, and Aishas Reyehu. Because the pasuk in Yecheskel puts the two together, so the Gemara says over here at the end of the first line of Yisbeis, Vani'ishu yeah. isha your wife when she's an either is compared to aishis rei'ehu my aishis who big bigdo vehe be bigdo usher af ishto nido who be bigdo vehe be bigdo they can't sleep in the same bed together even though they're both wearing their clothing because they might touch. So we must now. We see from here that it's prohibited for a husband and wife while she's an either to sleep together in the same bed. And it sounds like we're talking about. Uh, an Easter Dai Raisa. Never mentioned that when we're only talking about an Isa Middurapanan. It sounds like the two are connected. And just like it's usually Raisa, they should say, hey, what's used with your wife and Jesus and Pligah Pados? The Mars says this argas are of Pados, the Amara of Padas, like Usar Taira, la curva shall Gilearai's bovad. The only thing that's prohibited in midaisa is Gilearis itself. Shinama Isha Ish El Kosha Er Bisergo is sikil the erva. What's the ekre? The ekir is gileerva, is relations. Everything else, maybe we could ask it midirabana, but it's certainly not user. Why is it called Gilui Erba? It's a good question. Yeah, uh, revealing something that was normally supposed to be hidden. But yeah. So anyway, but it sounds like where Pedas is disagreeing. We're only dealing with an Issa not what it sounds like. The position that you know preceded him was an Isa Day and it's more well known that this is an issue that's debated um, by the Rishonim. Already and how to understand the pasuk in Chumash? The pasuk says, "Oy, sikkuv legalis erev." Chazal derive from mm-hmm. here not only in the office of and not only the ever itself, chibuk v'nisha, and other types of touching are also prohibited. Seems to be the in the Gemara Shabbos is that doyrai is that the Ramban is the fact that we shine between the Ram and the Ramban. The Rambam writes over here, in surabir perachaf aluf alocha aleph chalabala ever arise, arayis derech evarim mm-hmm. oy shechibek v'nisha derech type of vena vikirubaser." That's so in a, in, with the desire, and he's n- nana from the interaction. Haraisa loychem in our gets malchus mitaraisa shenema loy sikkavul megali serba shouldn't come close to being megali serba. Koymar loy sikkavul l'dvarim hamay vian l'de giloyevar shouldn't do other things that could lead to gidi arayas. What about panuya? Is panuya included in this? as If well? she's an either, yeah. What about goi? Uh, if she, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. The Ramba Musa Mitzus over here, Ly says Shinun Gimo, he says he says same thing. In can't say the mini, he shirun, Mikiruvla Akh, not only is relations itself, Giloya uh the um uh Kirovas also user Mikirovla Akos, Mikol Ewa Rice for Fu Beloi Bio. So even coming in contact with them, even without relations itself, is also pretty much the Riza, because Venice says no. Hibuk Venishook, hugging and kissing, or anything else that's similar, Mipulus has notes from activities of Znus, which we'll have to define in a second. The Ramban disagrees and as I Asakas on the say for a mitzvah, this should not be counted in Minya Mitzis. It's not a separate mitzvah midaiza. This we de- yes, of course it is prohibited, but it's only glavu Midrabanan. The Ramban says this does not deserve to be counted in Minya Mitzvis, because we're not dealing with an Isa we're dealing only with an Eser Midrabanan. So he understood Hibuk Venisho can keep including a seeker of Galaserva, but not Midai Raisa, but along the same lines of Shinious Larayas of Asumishmaris Mishmarti, a Seisel Gotter, of Anisa Midra There's a huge Novkamina between the Ram and the ramban, not only in terms of Mininamitsis, which is a, you know an academic debate. But even la why we keep isurim derabanan just like we keep isurim you know, gehenna might not be as hot for the isurim derabanan as it is for the isurim Raysa, but you still go to gehenna nonetheless. It's still it's still bad. We don't we observe the dinim deraisa and the dinim derabanan, you know, to, to, almost to the same degree. The answer will be you no. Know, there is enough kavina with regards to extenuating circumstances where sometimes you have the right to be lenient on an isur derabanan, an isur in and this kind of isur deraisa maybe not. This shi'ah was discussed by the Trumas hadash and cited by the Beis at the end of Hilchos about a woman who's a nida, but she needs, she's sick. She's a chayla, and she needs her husband to take care of her. So is the husband allowed to take care of Ishta nida. They're talking about taking her pulse. Lamasheh <laughs> shlo defek being on the is knocking. So the uh, heart is knocking. So they're taking the pulse. So he wants to know, can he take the pulse of his wife while she's a nida, she's a chayla. So the true Hadeshin says, well, according to the Ramban, they were dealing with an Isamidara banan, and we're dealing, maybe she's a chayda by sakana. she's in life threatening situation. He can violate the Issa darabonon of Osikavulagale of touching her in order to help her get better because she's b'makam sakana. If we're dealing with an Isa daraisa of Osikavulagale according to the Rambam, so then maybe it stands to reason that you, uh, you have to be makhmer even b'makam sakana. Why? Because one of the three uh, Averus, which is Yahari Yahav, you have to give up your life rather than buy one of those Averus, is of course gilu Yaharis. And not only is the Gilei rice itself the primary form of Gilei rice, even what's known as Abizrayu, the Gilei rice, whatever is related to Gilei rice, it's found in the same parasha. It could lead, you know, one thing could lead to the other, is also Yaharik Val Yavur. That's the derived, uh, that's cited by the Ramah. Over here is Simen Kufnun inside Sif, Aleph, and Huch, Zavadis, ko Isa, I've always got covenant Gile rashi Shrik's Dominic, Apho Pisha Aim by Misa, Rakh alma Meaning even if it's not the primary Esa of Gile rashi desire Shrikos Domin, it's not you you hide Misa for it, it's just a law, but it is related. Sorekley Hard Vulaver. You also have to give it your life rather than violate that Iser. <laughs> We'll get, to, we'll get to it, get to a second. The, but, um, so living with your wife while she's a nida is considered one of the Gimel um ver um, sahamuras ni- That's what the Beisiyah is deciding the name of the Shulman according to the Rambam. So wh- where did they get this from? They got it from a Gemara in Sanhedrin. The Shach cites it over here, the Rambal is deciding the Rambam, the Beisiyah is on this Gemara in Sanhedrin, my brother the probably remember it, A man, you know, became infatuated with a certain woman, he became a sugar, that he has to be together with her. He has no taikana unless he's going to have relations with her, unless he gets it out of his system. He has to give up his life rather than have relations with her. They said, well, it'll be enough, time of the fun of Aruma. She'll just stand before him unclothed and that will satisfy, I guess, his curiosity or whatever this thing that he has in his head. So, Chazal, and maybe even they just had a conversation, mayachereya <laughs> together. they just had a conversation from around the fence that would also satisfy, you know, this, uh, the, the, this problem that he has. No, Chazal, the Gemara there says he has to give up his life, yimais, rather than violate one of these, uh, one of these, uh, what seems to be related, Yisurim to rice, even though, of course, we're not talking about Gileirais itself. She's standing before my room mother having a conversation, mayachereya together. nonetheless, he has to give up his life rather than have, uh, relations with her. So not only is Gilea Rais itself Yahariba Yava, even Abizrayu the Gilea Rais. So the, getting back to Beis Yosef and according to the Rambam, they were dealing with Inisa Daraisa, Vasikovul Gala Serva. It is a law, so it's not an Inisa abundance and one might even be obligated to give up his life rather than take care or the, the wife, even though she's Vemokam Sakana, the husband would not be allowed to take care of her, even though she's Vemokam Sarkana, if he has to touch her in the process because of Serva. That is the way the Beis Yosef. You know, seems to go. He cites at the end, Tzarechion. He's not really hundred percent sure if that's actually true within the Rambam, but that seems to be the way that he concludes from the language of the Shulchan Aruch. Look down over here. Now he doesn't define what kind of chayla we're talking about. Maybe it's not a chayla sheeish but Maybe it is. It's hard to know. But isha chayla v'hi Also, the baila Liga so the husband cannot take care of her. Then, in the second line, we skip the Ramah for a second, and by the if the husband is a doctor, also the Mashish It's prohibited for him to take her pulse. And It sounds like it's even if it's Bemakeim Sarkon, and that's the way the Shach understood the Shochan Aruch. You so the Shach the roife, it means she needs a real serious so. oh, maybe it could be the maybe it's a dermatologist. I don't know. Yeah, it's still doctors. I don't know why bring down. Yeah, they're, they're also doctors. Yeah, so the, the Shach though disagrees in both places in Simme Kufnun Zayn Sif Aleph, and again in Nida, the Shach makes a diuk in the language of the Rambam as a baron made the diuk earlier. The Shach argues. With the Shulchan Aruch, and the Ramah already seems to disagree with the Shulchan Aruch. Look down at Zayn, The Ramah says the only time it's prohibited for the husband to take care of his wife when she's a chayla is if there's someone else there. If there's no one else there, so then he has to do it. Look at the end of the first line of If there's no one who's there, now he might have to hire someone to be there. Better for him to hire a, a, a woman to take care of uh, to take care of her, rather than saying, well, there's no one else around. He might even have to pay money for it. He says, he has no the one there. Or there's no one who knows how to do it like he does. It's permitted. If the wife needs it, it's permitted. Again, in the next Sif, if she needs him, he's permitted. Certainly, he could take her pulse. So the says, the Ramah, if she really needs the husband, then he can, then he can do it. The Ramah says, we're talking about obviously, uh, the, now he you know, tips his hand, we're talking about, and then the husband can take care of her if there's no one else. It sounds like it's better to hire a woman to do it, but if there's no one else, then he can do it. So the Shach seems to disagree with the Shochan Archim. really seems to defend the Ramah, based on the language of the Rambam. Because look back at the language of the Rambam, the Rambam said uh, back in Reis Gimel, when is it prohibited to have chibok venishok, kissing and hugging, if it's derech taiva? Uh, some translate it as passionate. You could translate it as affectionate. We'll have to get into that in a second. I, lustful. seems to me, to be lustful. That's what I, that's how I would translate it. Derech taiva. Nana beki He enjoys the interaction. So I raise that like him Similarly, the Rav and Sefer seems to use the same kind of language, somewhat different. He says, He says, Meaning it's something that's leading up to something else. Something that is the beginning of a process going to lead to znus. Me po'ulois is haznus. Taking the pulse is not pa'ulo has haznus. It is not done derech taiva. Derech if, she, if she's sick, then nothing's happening. Okay, yeah, that's also mm-hmm. consi- right, part of the picture. So the shach um, actually changes a little bit. And the, the, the language of the shach is more well known than the language of the rambam. The language of the rambam is derech taiva. That's, that's lustful, that's passionate. And mi has notes from the Acts of Znus. The shach phrases it somewhat differently, the, shakh, the language of the shach became much more well-known. So look down over here, the third line from the bottom. Most people know the phrase derech hibah. That's not actually the language of the Ramah. The language of the Ramah is derech Taiva. The shach phrases it derech biyah. Uh a kind of affectionate that's going to lead to bia. Because he says, We find that the Amorim used to kiss their sisters. We'll get to in a second. There's something we we'll would kiss their sisters. Kissing is even an affectionate gesture, although not passionate. And nonetheless, that's permitted. So says the Shach, So that's the language of the Shach, It's, the, you know, there's desire, there's passion. Then, uh, and it could lead to Biyah, uh, that's what is prohibited. The Shach, again, in the, at the end of Hilkasnida says the same formulation. Therefore, says the Shach, the common custom is four lines down towards the end of the line We have Jewish doctors who take care of female patients It's common custom What permits them to do it? It's not only Ishtay Nida Isha sisters is also one of the Gilei Arayas, For sure, even more than Ishtay Nida. And nonetheless, they're permitted to touch them or, or a woman is permitted to go to a doctor's khavim, Because why is it permitted? Because it's not derech t'ayva Vachibas Bia says the Shaq that's already the common custom. What that's talking about a khaigo sha sheage by What's if a khyosha aimed by Sakana? So the Shaq over here writes two lines from the bottom If she's aimed by Sakana, the Heta should still apply for her to go to a doctor, right? There's not only Heta to go for a woman to go to a male doctor if it's yesh bo for if her life is in danger, even if it's aim bo the same argument should hold. It's not Derek Bi, v'chibaz b'ya. Nonetheless, for her husband to do it, it's a problem because since there's Liboy gospel, they have a relationship already. That is an intimate relationship. So then one of the ha of Nidah would be that better for someone else to do it. be sakana also And then it's prohibited for a husband to do it. Better someone else should do it. That's the way the Baruch Tam, is M'dayak in the language of the Shach, it is permitted, but perhaps better for someone else other than a husband. The Archa disagrees it seems to disagree that it might be. It wouldn't make any difference. One, she's a chayla, we mutter for the husband, mutter for other doctors. So that's a that's a big debate in the game. Is it better for someone else? Better for the husband? Okay, fine. Back and forth. But either way, this argument holds whether it's a chayla, she ba'sakhan or whether it's a chayush or ba'sakhan. Chayu it's not derech tayve vechibas bia. That's the argument of the shach. If there is someone a rishin, who supports what the Shulchan Aruch says, that it's Mamash Yehari Val Yavor, for the husband to touch his wife, even to take her pulse. It's not probably not the Rambam, but it might be Rabbeinu Yoyna. Rabbeinu Yoyna over here, Oishkes, Neshari Yichiva writes, Kol ki all kinds of touching are prohibited, even touching the hand of an ashesish. Uperish erva, erva. The Torah asked this because one thing leads to the other. But that's the Rabbeinu Yoyna, who doesn't seem to distinguish between, or doesn't seem to stipulate, that it's Dafka Tarek Taiba Vachibas Biya sounds like it would apply across the board to any kind of touching. So the Ramban said it's an Issa Midar The Rabbah seems to say it's an Issa Midar but only derech Taiba Vachibas Biya. According to Rabbi Nuyen, we're dealing with mamash and Tarek Biya, and it's an Abizrav the Gilgais, and we'd perhaps be a Harik Vayavah. Revah Paiskim, of course, side with the Shach, or seem to side with the Shach. The Shach the common custom is that people go to doctors of the opposite gender, and we assume that it's only if it's derech Taiba Vachibas Biya. This comes, all right? So going to doctors is pretty ungenomen. The shach already says that was the common. Some women prefer female doctors. Some male men prefer male doctors. But did adin, it sounds like there isn't necessarily you know there's sensitivities, but is that necessarily a, you know a, a requirement or you know required preference? No, it, it wouldn't be. But what the issue comes to a head with regards to you know other gestures which are not. Uh, that might be found in a professional setting, but not, you know, medical, you know, re- requirements. So how should we, you know, how, what should our position be with regard to what should our, you know, our, our outlook be towards, you know, shaking hands or other kinds of, uh, other kinds of, uh, uh, of interactions. So when it comes to shaking hands with the opposite gender, the stipular is quoted over here in the Sefer, crina de d- Igrasa. that's a collection of his letters, B'darren ya ain Oh it's a typo, de it's for sure also to shake hands with the opposite gender, but Shema Chhazanish, Shizel Bedinya Harv Yavor, like Now, where is the disciple coming from? It could be he's coming from Rabbeinu Yahina. And that's the way the Shochan Aruch passes. That a husband that's you know, the wife, you know, even if she's a muck of the husband is not allowed to touch her. It's Gile Arias, it's the and it's Yahar Val So the disciple claims over here that uh, you know to shake hands based on Chazanish, we should adopt Rabbeinu Yaina, the Aruch is G Abizra and should be However, in the with with so go- huh? With anybody? Even not an Arab? Even not oh. shaking hands? No, with an Arab. Men, men can shake hands, yeah. No, no, no. I'm saying any woman, even a woman who's not an Arab, who's not a
1: Nida. I mean a good <laughs> guy.
0: Right. Okay. yeah but they're all yeah, same they're same, all same. Yeah. yeah they're all going to be an error. So, yeah, yeah they're all ever i mean we could debate whether neither is an error, we could debate we could debate each one you could have a whole year whether neither is an error. let's assume for the time being that they're all the same because each one is its own discussion its own footnote but for the for the you know for all intents and purposes yes it would be across the board how is the jewish not the jewish, jewish neither not you know even a guy yeah yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right, by Well known. If you're, if you're we'll in a group of people, We'll get to your, we'll get to your point. Give me a second. Yeah. We we'll could debate each one. It's it's one. Neither might not be an Ever. It, we could it's a, formally an Ever. We could debate each one. But for all intents and purposes, the, the assumption is he's the talking of, over here about a non Jewish woman. We'll get it P- in a second. She's called a for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So a Pnuya. A Puya not. A not. A not, but she has to go to the mikvah. She has to go to the nikvah, unless she's a Ktana. Who's going to the mikvah? Right. She's kind of okay. Right. So no one, Okay. So we'll, let's, uh, we'll, we'll, well, let's assume for all intents and purposes, all the women you're interacting with, who's not your wife, will be included in this. So I, I don't think it's not necessarily. Perhaps he's adopted because he's adopting the position of Rabbi Uyonah, which would be really surprising and hard line. In the Truvis of Rabbi Yom Tzadik, that's uh, the the Oz Yom Zilber, who was from the same Machne as the Stipler and the Chazanish. So he writes in the Truvis of Nizburu a different svar, which I think is probably what the Chazanish and maybe the Stipler were, were you know were driving at is that they viewed shaking hands as a a hand hug. They said, What's the difference between hugging bodies, chibuk, versus hugging hands? I don't know if they were lived in professional environments and they understood the implications of shaking hands, but they viewed it as he says, What's the difference between chibuk yadaim and chibuk kufim? He understands them all as the same thing. And then he says, Which is a very astute comment, if we're going to allow this, what's the difference between this and social kissing? Because in certain cultures, the custom is when they greet each other, they don't shake hands. Everyone does a kiss. Now you'll say, "Well, that's uh, you know, it's just sure. a gesture. It's not meant to, to, to imply anything." That might be the case, but the Rabbi Re- and from B'nai Brock says, well, if you're going to do this, one thing is going to lead to the other, and this slippery slope is real. It's not you know, a made-up figment of some people's imagination. It certainly is real. We've seen it in our own times. If you allow this, shaking hands, you're going to allow social kissing, and then all of a sudden, we'll have a phrase called Shomer negia, because people think that it's somehow a Chumrah that some, you know, that the young men and young ladies don't touch each other. somehow something that's optional. Okay. So we've seen it happen in our times. We've seen the slippery slope. So you have to be very careful. So he says, well, if you're going to hug hands, it's going to lead to hugging bodies. It's going to lead to social kissing. One thing leads to the other. And therefore, he understood this as an abiz with de gili eyes. It could be that that's where he's going. And even if the other party sticks out their hand, and there's somehow, uh, you know, an uncomfortable, embarrassing situation... It doesn't matter, and they have a riot to that. It's from the Sefer Hachsim, says the Sefer Hachsim, Yehuda Chosin, the period of Rishonim. Yoyiska Yehudi Yado beKaf Anochris. A Jew should not shake the hand of a anochris. For anochris beKaf Yehudi, the anochris is not the Jewish man. For Yehudas beKaf Anochris, for anochris beKaf Yehudas, Alfil Pishayad MuTapis Beveket, even though they're wearing gloves, we'll get to that in a second. Siog LeGilyarais. This is Siog. So now, why does he mention the anochris? Why a Nachris? Why not a Jewish man with a Jewish woman? Why did they jump to the Nachris? So, so some are medayek, uh, the Ben Yishchai is middayic, that you see from here, even if she sticks out her hand, she initiates, in which case it's going to be uncomfortable, meaning they don't know the Nemo's by Jews. They don't know the custom is that ju- Jewish people know that you don't shake hands one, one to the other, and they should know. We should educate them. Here, it's a non who doesn't know, and no expectation they should know, and they stick out their hand, nonetheless. Nonetheless, they shouldn't do it. There's a famous ma'aser. Uh, it sounds like it's, in israel. it's an israel. Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, no, for the guy. He's telling the guy that this is part of oh. Gil Arias. For, for no, a... I, it could be. He means he initiates. Or, he or, or maybe he initiates, <laughs> and still you <he> shouldn't <laughs> shake his hand. There's a famous ma'aser uh, in 1970 when Rebbe Yosef received the Israel Prize. So he was greeted by Golda Meir, and Golda Meir is I, 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 the Golda Meir is before my times. So I don't know if there was antagonism between her and the charei. I don't. Know, it's hard for me. I, I don't know the context, but um, she stuck out his hand to shake his hand, and he didn't shake her hand. Right. And it was a big deal in the press that he refused to shake her hand. So now, that's a little bit different because maybe Mm -hmm. it's important... Did she do it on purpose? Right. So she did it on purpose. So then that's that's not being sensitive to Hredi sensitivity. She probably she knew was, or she should have known that Huh? She, so she knew she knew. She knew. She absolutely okay. knew she did it on purpose. Right. So then okay, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. Then then Adir Abba, we have the right to she has the right to do what she wants to do, and he has the right to do what he wants to do. That's an entirely different kind of a situation. And then she should have known better. Jews should know better. But even if it's a non Jew, they say it's still not done. It? Yeah, would have been a bigger problem. It yeah, yeah, It wasn't, yeah. Was it wasn't okay. my day. No, knew. Okay. Okay. it was before a little before my time. Ramesh writes a tshuva about this as well in three different places. So Remesha, in one place writes it's posh at that it's also, In another place Ramesh writes there is an argument to permit it because it's not derech taiva vechibas bia. It's not lustful and passionate uh, in any way. Now it is affectionate. It is showing some caring, some that I you know I care about you. So it is it is friendly. It's not, it's not a doctor in a doctor's office who's administering a procedure. So that's why it's somewhat of a gray area. How are we going to define derechiba? You know, derech so it sounds like the stipler and the chazanish understood any kind of friendly gesture. That's not something in a medical office is already a problem according to the Rambam. What about uh, like we'll get to it in a second, we'll get to it a Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a real concern. So uh, the Ramesha, though, sounds, you know, that no, we can understand not as a friendly gesture, as an affectionate gesture, it really means a passionate gesture. Something could little bit more lustful, in which case shaking hands wouldn't seem to, you know, satisfy that requirement. But yeah, Ramesha writes, it's kosher Lahokil. It's difficult to be Mako but over. And I think where Ameisha is, is driving at is that even though he understood the, the, the argument to be Mako, but if you're gonna do this, the same argument is you know, hot, if you're not gonna talk, you can do this. One thing will lead to the other and other people will be, you know, will, the floodgates will be open and the the you know the, the slippery slope certainly exists. There are many pies though. If not Bihsab There the many people who have this practice that they do shake hands in professional settings based on the argument that it's not their taiva of biya. It might be friendly, it might be affectionate, but that's not what the ramam said. The ramam said it has to be something that's lustful, it has to be something that's passionate. The Shach says even those who kiss their sisters is an affectionate gesture, but you're not passionate and lustful, and nonetheless it's permitted. So they understood that that shaking hands in a professional uh, setting would be allowed, and they have a raya from a in Mesechta's Saito, another, at least a support, not a raya. But a support that if it's in a professional setting, there's not a khashash one thing is going to lead to the other, which is Marty's concern. That if it's in a professional setting, you're coming to an interview, you're, uh, whatever, or, or you're at a public gathering and they are shaking hands. So one thing is not going to necessarily lead to another because you're in such an environment that wouldn't, that would, that would, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't permit that. So Yishami is discussing um, um, uh, uh, when they did the Hanufa for the Mincha Soita, so the kind had to do Hanufa together with the, Eish, with the Isha Soita. So how are you going to do two people of opposite gender doing Hanofa waving the same inch at the same time. So Yishami says, let him put his hand underneath hers and they'll wave together. So Yashami says, Ain't hadover Kiwar? That's not proper. How can you in the base How can you allow this? Yishami says, maybe Mappa, bring a cloth and put it in between. So Yishami says, It's a like, You're not allowed to do that. So maybe bring an old a field Tamer yaud, or bring an old Kain, You know, the Yitzarah already left him, or a Yehud, a young man, Shein a Yitzarah Because even if you bring a young man, the Yetzara doesn't exist in that one instant, in that one moment where it's in a base Hamikdash and everyone's watching. In that one moment that, that it's going, to, one thing's going to lead to another. That concern doesn't exist. So Rabbi Yosef with regards to nido. Oftentimes, it rarely happens today, actually, because uh, the regulate the cycles of... Uh, the med- medications are very, uh, you know, much more... Uh, everyone's aware of it, you know, oh. planning in advance. Yeah, and it rarely happens, chupas nida, that the cow is in at the time of the wedding. But if you have such a, a situation with the cow is in at the time of the wedding, so the bear hate, quotes the name of the mariel, the chassin cannot put the ring on her finger. Because if he puts... First of all, they're her they're, they're, they're married, and she's and uh, he might touch her finger when they're putting the ring on. So the Bar-Hehetev already disagrees. The hatev says the Harkakis start after the marriage. There's no Harkakis before they're married. And even more so, well, he's such a clumsy guy, he can't put the ring on a finger without, uh, without touching her. So he says, oh, avoid touching her. If he touches her, it's inadvertent. However, Radio Yosef in the, in the uh, B.O. says, well, even if he touches her, even if he touches her, obviously not the kavana to go out of his way to touch her. But even if he by, you know, even if every you know, it's impossible to put the ring on without touching her, it's happening in the big ceremony, a big chuppah and everything. So he says, you know, real thinks you have to drop it in her hand, which is like a public announcement that she says would be a horrible thing. <laughs> so Ravadi Yosef says that there's some Paiskin passing that way. Ravadi Yosef says, no, he can put it on her finger because it's happening. But if they one thing is not gonna to lead to the other. You don't have to be afraid about the Yetsa around that kind of a setting. Okay, so that's the, so many Paiskim feel that uh if not that in a professional setting, some people think you should give a, a, a flimsy handshake. That shows that I'm not kind of invested over here. But that really is self-defeating, because the whole purpose of giving a handshake in a professional environment is to express confidence that you're in control of the situation. So Adi to make it more professional, would be to give a firm handshake, a brief but firm handshake, to, you know, to... Um, to, uh, to um, you know, to, to demonstrate the fact, this is not something that's personal and passionate or anything. It's very professional, very technical, mechanical, and you know, and that, that, that would would not run a you know a problem of the Ramam's derech tayvah kibas biya. Does that mean we should go around shaking hands with everyone in a professional manner? Certainly not. And this is again a slippery slope. That every if we are going to be maked, there is certain uh, certain shmirah that's required because the shochanar says over here in evanah esimachav alf sif zayin. Let's say you have a, one a relative, not a parent. But another relative, a sister, an aunt, there's no, you know, yetsairana sai with regards to some of these individuals, ko an ant khayets bahem, avto pisha eno shuma naqwa. Even though there is no hano, it's not there a type of akibas bia, haraza It's still distasteful. Vidavar iser. Now, three three, you know, condemnations. Maguna biaiser. Davar iser is prohibited. But who might accept him? And it's a foolish thing to do. <laughs> we include with that grandparents and grandchildren. So fine with parents and grandchildren, yes, hugging and kissing with sisters, with aunts. Really, something that is distasteful. It sounds like we might even be discussing an Easter midrabanon. Ramesha doesn't think we're talking about some come Understood that to, to touch, even if it's not there time of like we're talking about over here, it isn't somewhat affectionate, it is somewhat friendly, so that would still be an Iser midra that would still be an Iser midra to do so, in, in a setting where it, you know, there, it, it isn't demanded because of the, you know, the, 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 the situation. Sounds like we're dealing with an Iser midra to do so gratuitously. Ramasha doesn't think that we're talking about an Iser, a formal Iser, he thinks this is more something that we should refrain from. Some say it's an Iser midra HaBonon, doesn't think it's an Iser midra because then in all, the only time a doctor will be able to examine a patient is if she's a chayla. We never find that this kind of restrictions that has to be is a chayla, and we have to, you know, chesh ben ais. is it a chayla, is it not a chayla, can we be make on the east the cannot be make on the, the Rav Moshe writes, he thinks it's just something that should be avoided. If you look down over here, ois in the Igris Maisha. Moshe writes uh, uh, five lines. the common custom is doctors, examine patients. It would be also if there wasn't an exigent need for the uh, doctor to examine the patient. And we, we don't have these kinds of standards. The doctor is permitted to examine the patient. It's not that <laughs> it is permitted. But it just says you shouldn't do it with, uh, you shouldn't have it with regards to the sister and the aunt because it's gratuitous. Why are you doing it? Meaning if it's gratuitous, then there's a greater concern. One thing will lead to the other and it's just the wrong way we should conduct ourselves. If it sounds like if there's a need, whether it's a doctor, whether it's shaking hands in a professional environment, it's not that it's an isa or that we're waving because of the circumstances and the embarrassment that can ensue. It's because, you know, it isn't it isn't. Gratuitous. The circumstances require it, whether it's a doctor, whether it's a professional, and therefore it's allowed. If it's gratuitous, though, between relatives, they don't need to be hugging and kissing. It's not like a parent and child who need that emotional support. It, it, so then the the, par- you know, the sister and the brother and the aunt and the nephew sh- shouldn't be doing it. This is based on the Gemara back in Shabbos. Look back at Ois base, three lines from the bottom, the end of the law. And, Ula, when he came from the house of uh, Rav, he would kiss his sister. Some say Abehadaihu, which is her chest, Rahmbah Abai He kissed her on her hands. We say to the Nazar, don't even walk on the block where there's a vineyard. Don't even go near the vineyard. Have nothing to do with the vineyard. Because if you go near the vineyard, you might end up drinking the wines and so too when it comes to Gila Erba, We shouldn't uh, go, go near anything. The, the, the brother should not be kissing his sister's hand. They shouldn't have anything, you know, to, any kind of that, uh, that kind of uh, 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 affectionate gestures that are, that are, that are uh, uh, touching one another. So it sounds like the worst, who did do it, but the Gemara seems to conclude that that's something that is distasteful, something that should be avoided. And that's where the Shulchan Aruch is coming from. Shulchan Aruch seems to say, it, it, it sounds like the Ikar is not a problem because it's not passionate. It's not lawful, even though it might be affectionate. Um, but since it's not required based on the circumstances, it's not like a doctor. It's not like, uh, you know, even handshaking in a professional environment. It really is something that probably, um, should, be, uh, probably should be avoided. If, though, even if we were dealing with an Issa Midr one can make the argument, as, as someone suggested before, that if there is kavod abrios, there is a possibility of Chil Hashem, so the person stuck out their hand to shake your hand, and you're not going to shake their hand, you're going to be embarrassing them. So even if we would be dealing with a formal Easter Midr you know, and it's only waived for a doctor because we're dealing with a chayla, you know, even though it's not Derech Taiva Chiba which would be an Issa Dori right, so we're only dealing with an Issa Midr maybe because of kavod abrios, um, or potential for You can be over sometimes on the isha the the It seems to me though, I don't know. It's my own hutzah. The post can say this that so you can be make on this Isam midrabbana even Shalom b'derek bia. So, but, but it seems to me, if, if someone is sticking out, and I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm just curious, if someone else sticks out their hand, maybe people will correct me, if someone else sticks out their hand in a professional environment, I don't deal with these two in yeshiva too often, if someone sticks out their hand in a professional environment, they're doing what's normal. I'm the weird Jew, and I refuse to shake their hand. So, there's no embarrassment for them. The embarrassment is for me. So... It's, it's, it's so, uh, is it my covered abrios or is it their covered abrios? Let's say I get up to receive an award at, you know, at uh, you know, a graduation ceremony or something or some other professional setting, and they stick out their hand. They're the normal guy. And I'm the guy with the yarmulke and whatever, and I refuse to shake their hand. So I look yeah. weird. I look bad. They don't look weird. I can tell you yeah. that 90% of the times that's true. But sometimes, sometimes they, they the feel like you're leaving me hanging. It's very rare, but it happens. In America, generally, not at all. In, in Europe, they're they they they're more anti-religious, so... They, they Many times can, when you explain it, to them what they it is, they're not... They could take it more personally. Right. It, it takes just a little bit more attention right a- after the fact to show that yeah, it's always better to plan in advance a... i think the queen of england and her protocols is that if there's a rabbi that they're greeting that she does not stick out her hand to shake his hand because i think she once greeted greet Oyo, marchel yo was also the former chief Spartac rabbi state of israel she stuck out her hand to shake his hand and he didn't shake her hand and then she later sent an apology because it's already in the protocols they have official etiquette of how you're supposed to go which uh, you know uh, how you're supposed to conduct yourself. When, when you're with the Queen of England, she stuck out her hand and he refused to shake her hand and she apologized because she already had in the protocols you're not supposed to do that. So, uh, uh, you know, educating beforehand is certainly something that, that's helpful. There are other settings, though, where this same debate comes up with regards to shaking hands. Shaking hands in a, is a friendly gesture, an affectionate gesture, although not a passionate gesture. We already had a big debate in the price scheme. Is that something that can't be allowed based in a professional setting? Something that cannot be allowed? You have other situations where there are affectionate, um, friendly, even caring gestures like shaking hands, um, but not passionate, and the price game again, debate whether that's allowed. For example, let's say as a woman is in labor, a woman is receiving a procedure, and she asks that her husband hold her hand in order to be mechazek her, mechazik, you know, her spirit or her mental state. So there's a chuva in the Lev Aria. The Lev Aria was Dying Grosnas from London, where he was asked by a woman who the doctor said her mental state would suffer if the husband didn't hold her hand during labor or some other procedure. Is the husband allowed to hold her hand? So the way Aryeh argues, well, it's not derech tayve bia. It's not lustful and not you know passionate in that way. It is affectionate, that's true, but it's not derech Maybe we can be lenient, and even if it's not, the mental state is going to lead her to a chaylishi she's not suicidal, and it's not going to lead to a mental break. Nonetheless, it is bemalchum He was up for the husband to do it. The uh, minchas he recommended she use gloves, which is interesting. The Piskei based on the Yushalmi, said, right, if the Isha Saita is doing of the Mincha the and you put a cloth in between, it somehow, that somehow seems like it helps. It doesn't solve the problem, but it helps. So whenever you're dealing with something which wouldn't allow anyway, because you really you're wearing gloves, okay, maybe that somehow helps. In, in, in a hospital setting, it wouldn't be so foreign for someone to put on a pair of gloves, and maybe that's, uh, that's a little bit better. There's no problem with a Hefshek there. Yes, correct. no problem. A it. So it can be mechazik your wife. Correct, correct. Dine and The minchas Chazizak is reluctant to allow this. Is reluctant to allow it. So maybe it's because it's a husband to his wife. There's Libo gaspa. Certainly, he would allow it if it was a doctor. Um, but uh, but you know, a husband there, there might be room room to be machmer. So that's what over here the um, uh, the nishmas Avram, right over here. Oisu tes. He says uh, that I heard from Rabbi Neuvert that if a doctor needs to hold a patient's hand, sometimes there are certain procedures, the doctor feels bad for the patient, so they hold the patient's hand, even though they mean it in a friendly way. It's not a medical holding of the hand. It's to be mechazek them, it's to, be, you know, to, to, to help them through the procedure. So it is a friendly gesture. Nonetheless, Rabbi Neuvert felt that it is allowed. So now, a husband to a wife, a little bit different because it's Leiboy gospel, and that's where Diane Weiss, you know, didn't seem to permit it, but it sounds like even Diane Weiss agrees, or even, you know, would probably agree if it wasn't a husband to his wife, it was a doctor to a patient, even though it's not necessarily medically required, it is a friendly gesture. Uh, since it's not passionate, since it's not lustful, you know, it could be, it could be that it's allowed, and that's exactly what, uh, what uh, Dr. Abram quotes over here from Ebenoivet, that the doctor can't hold a hand. The, uh, another setting where this comes up, which uh, you know, is quite common, is if you have blended families, uh, stepchildren, uh, or or half uh, siblings and they want to be able to hug uh, the person who raised them as their mother, even though they're not the biological parent. So is that uh, is that something could be allowed? So Ramayisha was asked about yichud, which we're not going to get into now. Ramayisha was asked about yichud with stepchildren or yichud with adopted children. Ramayisha says the yichud he can't help you on and uh, is not w- not willing to be mako. But he says with regards to hugging and kissing the child, that's better. A yichud who yoyser muksha chibuk v'nishak back ice tezayin. A yichud who yoyser moksha is more difficult than hugging kissing. Because this is not lustful, it's not passionate. That's something like hugging and kissing your child that wasn't, you know, necessarily prohibited. So that's a little bit more easier to be lenient than Hilchaz And in fact, the Tzitzel Eliezer, who was lenient on Yichud, allows uh, hugging and kissing um, for children, certainly if they were raised, that this is their grandparent, that this is their mother then, uh, not talking about older children, a person becomes a stepchild when he's, you know, 43, he can't uh, kiss his uh, stepmother, <laughs> that's, uh, that's wrong. But if uh, a person was raised, that this is always his grandparents, this is always his mother from a young age, and they grew up with that maternal-paternal relationship, the Titzel Ezer does allow it, because he feels that that's something that's not type of being. It's certainly not gratuitous. It's there in order to be the child that he should grow up with that maternal figure, with that you know, with that grandparent. The shul von vanhagas of shemakaviyoyisur quotes like that that he heard you know, like that from Ramiya b'shem Ramisha, But he says he heard from the chazan not so. A person was raised thinking that this woman was always his mother, but then it turns out later on his father revealed to him that she's not his biological mother. It was someone that he married later. So Rav Sternbach quotes the name of the Chazanish that he's not allowed at that point to hug and to kiss her anymore because it's not his biological mother. But then he says he heard this person who asked him to Shiloh about this. Uh, three lines on the bottom. If he does it in a way that shows that it, it's a paternal relationship, maternal relationship, and it's not their type of then it is something that, that can be allowed. So it sounds like Raival right, Paiskin do accept this distinction. The question is, what are the circumstances that we're willing to be make of? Meaning, everyone agrees to the Rambam, it has to be something not affectionate, wouldn't be good enough. You know, uh, uh, that's not enough to create an iser. That's just affectionate, friendly, or caring. It has to be something that's more lustful, that's more passionate. So, you know, under circumstances of, you know, of, uh, of, uh, you know a stepchild, so many Paiskin are willing to be make of if it's something that has to do with, uh, with uh, you know, being to the rule of the wife, when she's going through a medical procedure. Sounds like there is a lot more room to be make of, even though some can refuse to be make of, even in those settings. But, but, uh, but when it comes to handshaking in a professional environment, it's a little bit more uh, hotly debated, because the question is really, how necessary is it? And that's where, you know, I think you get into a little bit more of the gray area. One final uh, issue, which Romerche seems to contrast this with, he writes, there's no contradiction with what he wrote with regards to handshaking, with regards to the, the subway. As A person who travels to work commutes on a crowded subway, or today is more common on a plane. Where one person is sitting next to the other, and it can uh, sometimes get uncomfortable. And we all know the situations that get created on planes when there are certain Jews who will insist on switching seats, and the whole plane is delayed because the Jews are switching seats, and it creates a situation <laughs> a little bit of a <laughs> Chil Hashem. So uh, Moshe writes in Igros Moshe that to travel on a crowded subway is permitted because that's not derech Even though you might bump into someone, you might sit down next to someone. That is not, that, that's certainly not even a friendly gesture, it's not an affectionate gesture, it's totally uh, unintended, you would prefer that it not happen if it could be avoided. So then Ramayusha says that that's, that's to, you know, it, it's, it's unintended and certainly not, it's not passionate or lustful in any way. So certainly, may Ikar Adin, Ramayasha says it is permitted, and Rav HaPais can agree with Ramayusha that may Ikar Adin it is permitted. You know, but look, it's uncomfortable. Sometimes it's uncomfortable sitting next to a fully clothed, you know, person of the same gender on the plane, if they are conducting themselves in a, in a way that you find odd. So the plane is a, is, a, is an unusual place in the, in the first place. Always better to think ahead, you know, sometimes to create a commotion as the plane is about to take off. Obviously not, 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 not ideal. Plan ahead, buy a seat, move up classes, do something to avoid, you know, fly with your wife always, you know, figure out the situation ahead of time. If a person does have these sensitivities, I sometimes have these sensitivities. I'm uncomfortable sitting next to this person. Meikar din is allowed, but I'd rather not do it. So then think about it in a way that you can negotiate the situation. A sensitive there, matter. make uh, meikar din sounds like it's allowed. Yeah. Is there another uh, issue to be sandwiched in between uh, two women? That's that's what I see yeah, mostly. Yeah, yeah. Ramesha's riding on the subway. It's permitted because it's totally unintended and it's not their taiva kibas. Biya certainly not. You know. But Ramesha does in the very previ- the pre- the truma right next to that one. Ramesha says that's not reason to be. made on social dancing, or there's not reason to be make on a person going to a place where he's going to see things that are inappropriate, even though if he's on the subway, he should do his best to ignore <laughs> the situation around him. If he sees things which are provocative, he should do his you know best to block it out. You shouldn't put yourself in these kinds of situations deliberately. A person should try and avoid them as much as he can. So why go to a place where people don't dress appropriately? Why go to a place where you know you're going to bump into people inadvertently? So if you have a reason to go, again, it's not gratuitous, so then fine. Do, do your best to avoid it. Do your best not to think about it. But to put yourself in those situations on vacation, or to put yourself in those situations situations, but there's no need for it, They're obviously there, there's no, header. we all have to do our best to control our, our environment. Is there a better better better? Better? or it's only